Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Welcome to the Words Nerds podcast, where we bring literary goodness straight to your ears. Today, I'm super excited to welcome a return guest, Gavin Ungtan, a New York Times best-selling cartoonist and creator of Zen Pencils, a cartoon blog which adapts inspirational quotes into comic stories and the middle grade graphic novel series, Super Sidekicks. Gavin recently contributed illustrations to the latest book by number one New York Times best-selling Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart. Today, we're gonna chat a little bit about Gavin's new book, Bar Bar Black Belt. Welcome back, Gavin. Oh, thanks so much, Danny. It is great to be back. And Uh, yeah, just wanna say, I just listened to your 600th episode on the weekend so yeah that was a lot of fun and many congrats to you <laughs> could you tell that it was unscripted gavin <laughs> um well that that was part of the charm i think <laughs> part of the charm we thought yeah we'll just we'll just talk we can do that now it was a lot of fun and it's interesting it was funny. tristan was the one trying to keep things together but everyone else was like going wild as long as you've got one person trying to get it all back on track, I think you're good. And usually it's me, but I just wanted a break from it. So. Yeah, why not? Celebrate. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, 600, I think it's funny because, you know, when you just do the work, I mean, I'm sure you do that with illustrating, you just do the work, do the work, do the work, and you very rarely look up and go, oh, wow, like I did something cool. So actually yeah. sitting and thinking about 600 episodes, like I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool, <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, and not yeah. only that, I think since we last spoke, I think you were just like a mere humble podcaster. And then now you've like had four, three or four picture books published, I think. I know, it's wild, right? You know, I mean, first, yeah, firstly, congrats, but also just calm down, you know, take it easy. Don't, you're making us all look bad. Calm down. <laughs> Gavin, if you've met me, calming down is not my strong point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wow, man, Danny's really cranking him out. Damn. Well, not well getting done. any younger, right? So, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> making up all that lost time. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about, thank you for that. We're here to talk about you, though, Gavin. Uh, Baba Black Belt, it's seriously one of the best looking covers I've ever seen. I love this character. You've got the embossing in like little belts where it says yeah. Black Belt. It's just, it's an amazing cover. It really stands out and it's just probably one of the best covers I've seen really. Oh, awesome. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> I got to so, give a give a shout out to the designer Hannah Jansen so she gets some of the credit too. Yeah, absolutely. Those designers, they just they create magic, don't they? And they don't yeah, get enough definitely. shout outs, don't you think? They're just these behind no, the scenes people who create the magic. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're starting to get a bit more um accolades of getting awards and yeah. design awards and stuff. So yeah, that's it's great to see. I think I need a book designer special on the podcast. 
Just, yeah, that's just a, good, a thought. Good idea. Yeah. Maybe they like being in the background though, so we'll have to test that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get to all the beautiful things about this book and the other work that you've done, so I'm really interested about some of the other work you've been doing. Hit, hit me with an elevator pitch as to what Baba Black Belt is about. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, it's kind of all in the title there, Danny, Baba Black Belt. It is about a sheep who loves martial arts um, and who thinks he's the greatest martial artist and legend of the farm. But the, the key the key word there is he thinks he is. He, he actually is a bit of a, a bit of a klutz and a bit of a, a doofus. Um, and, yeah, the kind of the humour lies and it's actually told from his point of view. Um, where the words kind of don't match up to what the illustrations are, what actually happens during the day. I loved that. That was my favourite part. And I don't want to give away the ending, but, geez, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to oh, say. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what I did like about the character, although he's a little bit deluded, like absolute optimist. Yes, yeah. And that's what I was really drawn to with Baba Black, but yet he's an optimist. I relate. The world could be falling apart, but no, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. He's very gung-ho, yeah. No matter the <laughs> obstacle, he'll just keep ploughing ahead, no matter how bad he looks. I think he's my hero, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, in, in t- talking about, um, you know, the cover, obviously part of the magic is in the design, but part of the magic is in the character and the character likability. So, you know, you said the character's a bit of a doofus, he gets it a bit wrong, he thinks he might be a bit better at martial arts than he actually is, mm. um, but he's so likeable. So tell me about, you know, how do you create a character who's a bit deluded but he's so likeable? Oh, yeah, that's really nice to hear because I wasn't actually, you know, it hasn't really been, it's not out yet, so I haven't really got much feedback on it. Mm-hmm. So that is nice to hear because I wasn't sure if he might come off as unlikable because he's so <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> Um, Unless that says something about me, Gavin, I'm not sure. (laughs) No, that's good to hear. I'm very glad to hear that. So I think it's just a lot of it's just in the actual facial expressions and the drawings. And yeah, part of it is like he's an optimist and he's and he's always, you know, yeah, he's just very gung ho and he's going to go for it. And he's going to look like a like an idiot at the end, but you know <laughs> that he's going to come back and do it again the next day. Absolutely. Now, how do you pitch something like this to the publisher? Because a lot of this picture book relies on the conflicting illustrations. Because yeah. if you read the manuscript alone, you're going to lose half the story because the exactly. illustrations and the words really work together. So do you pitch this yeah. with illustration notes or because you're an illustrator, did you pitch with some illustrations? How do you do that? So an unpublished or unfinished work can really be visualised by the people who are publishing it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so actually that that did come up. Um, so um, I was lucky enough to be approached by Scholastic. They, they approached a few different creators around the country, I know, just always looking for new ideas. Um, so I pitched this idea called Bar Bar Black Belt. And yeah, and so the, the publisher just said, okay, great, can you just send over the manuscript? And I was like, mm, I can't really, because I can't just send you the text, because you're not gonna, it's not gonna have an effect. Um, so I actually ended up doing pretty much an entire, like a, a rough, a dummy, um, where I did just basic, um, quick sketch versions of each spread, um, together with the the text. So you can actually get the full effect of the whole book. Wow, it's a lot of work, yeah. though, and it's lucky that you've got the talent of writing and illustrating because yeah. otherwise that might be quite impossible. Yeah, it would have been tricky <laughs> having a separate, you know, illustrator and author. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's one of the benefits of, of being, doing both is that, yeah, it really is a blending of both. It's mm. kind of 
yeah so it has to it doesn't have to but it does help to come out of that one the one person yeah absolutely and I think illustration notes when I'm reading a manuscript um they can be quite distracting as well and so I think you know you mm. having the the ability to draw what I wanted to ask you though is you know you did those sketches so they could understand the full story how close mm -hmm. did those initial sketches uh how close uh, are they to the finished product um there was a few changes but I would say I know the final the final page changed quite a lot so I'd say about 75 percent was the same Wow, that's pretty good though, right? Yeah, I mean, so the editor, my editor, Laura, had some good changes. Um, so he's got a he's got a sidekick, or he's got a student called Porkchop. <laughs> she wanted to in the in the initial um, dummy there wasn't enough pork chop for her liking, so she wanted more pork chop. <laughs> um, so that was a good um, note. So yeah, I'd say about 75%. Wow, that's pretty solid. It's pretty good effort. Yeah. I love how you dedicated um, the book to your own two pork chops. <laughs> yes, my two, <laughs> two pork chops. It's very cute. Now the end papers are beautiful. Big fan of end papers. I think anyone oh, who loves you. picture books loves end papers. How many sheep did you have to draw to come up with that? Uh, let's have a look. So there's like 20 on each side, I think. <laughs> did you yeah, just keep yeah. drawing sheep? And... <laughs> wow. So it's kind of, it's kind of, because um, I've always loved martial arts and been fascinated by them. So some, all the traditional styles have these things called kata mm -hmm. or a form where they're, they're kind of just a series of movements um, to kind of mimic an actual fight. So Baba is doing like a, a kata here in the, in the end papers. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun to draw, but also credit again to my designer, Hannah, um, she decided, I don't know, you obviously can't see it on a podcast, but it's it's pri primarily black mm -hmm. uh, with white line art. So yeah. she decided to yeah, inverse Invert the colours. Yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. So it looks a lot better. Good. I really love that. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. Are you a martial artist, Gavin? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But yeah, I've always loved martial arts uh, and I've practised a few different styles since I was... Yeah, uh, a wee lad, a little teenager. But yeah, at the moment I'm doing, yeah, I practice jujitsu. Okay. I'm not very good at it. I might add. Beat up by younger people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always been into, you know, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, all the kung fu movies, mm. uh, video games, fighting video games, and martial arts and boxing and yeah, UFC. So yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I am a, a fan of martial arts. Yeah, I remember those Bruce Lee movies. My uncle, who's significantly younger than my mum, used to live with us for a long time. Oh, yeah. So he was grew up yeah. more like my brother. Yeah. And um, he loved Bruce Lee. And so I used to come home from school and we used to sit down and watch all the Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> then we moved into Van Damme. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Van Damme, Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, Steven Seagal. And then I even Seagal. enjoyed those Rocky flicks as well. So it was kind yeah. of, you know, me being quite young, trying to be cool and going, oh, yeah, I'll watch Bruce Lee with you. But I actually really enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a lot of charisma, that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So that's funny. It takes me right back to my childhood when we talk about yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> now, the book is a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, it's a take on the old fairy tale. What is it? Nursery rhyme, not fairy tale. Baba Black Sheep. Yep. So what was the inspiration for this? I mean, I know you love martial arts and, you yeah. know, you've got little kids. So maybe the, is, is that how it came together, the two? Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I've got uh, two uh, young daughters. So, yeah, the past, my oldest is seven. So, yeah, over the past seven years, I've been reading many, many, many picture books. And I've always wanted to do my own. Um, 
and yeah, I tried to do a few different pitches over the years that never went anywhere. And yeah, and then like I said, serendipity kind of stepped in and uh, Scholastic approached me. Uh, I know um, the publisher was a fan of Super Sidekicks, the, okay. the graphic novel series I yeah. did. Uh, available now in all stores. <laughs> in all great bookstores. <laughs> uh, so they were just, they put the feelers out, said, do you have any ideas for like mm. a, a junior fiction or or graphic novel series? I said, no, I don't really want to do another one of those. I'm, I'd like to do a picture book. Um, and yeah, being Scholastic, you know, they kind of prim- primarily want funny animals. That's yeah. kind of their wheelhouse. They've got Pig the Pug and Maca, the alpaca, and yeah. the cranky bear, and all that stuff. So, funny animals was my kind of my brief. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I can't do, you know, a pug dog. I can't do an alpaca. I can't do a bear. Uh, the animals are going, aren't they? And now yeah, you've I taken know. up sheep. So I the know, next so. person, what are they supposed to do, Gavin? I, I think uh, meerkats. Are meerkats still up for grabs? They're pretty yeah, they're cool. like narwhals are, are popular now. Unicorns <laughs> are always popular. Unicorns are uh, always popular. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I swear. So yeah, I wanted to do martial arts because, like I said, I love martial arts. So I thought maybe martial arts animal. That was kind of where I was going. Mm-hmm. Then sheep, maybe sheep, and then uh, yeah. So I swear this is not made up. Um, my my little girl's favorite nursery rhyme was Baba Black Sheep. And I was singing that on repeat uh, to trying to get her to fall asleep each night. And it was all just kind of in my head at the same time. And then it all kind of, you know, martial arts, black belt, Baba wow. Black Sheep, Baba Black Belt. And then, and then, yeah. <laughs> I love and then it that. went ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, I have to write this right now so, yeah, before someone it takes sounds, it. Sounds, yeah, it sounds, you know, kind of made up, but it, that's how it really did happen. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad Scholastic liked the idea and I'm glad no one had thought of it before. Yeah. Well, that's right because it's it's genius. But you think, wow, how come no one thought of that before? Because it's so clever and it's, you know, we all know Baba Black Sheep. But it's good to know that all those hours putting kids to bed and I don't want to add up those hours that we've both spent putting kids yeah. to bed, they can, you know, you can come up with genius yeah. ideas whilst doing it. So that's a bonus. Yeah, every night I was just on my knees, just patting her little bum, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> and then, yeah, it all kind of, by osmosis, it was in my brain. Oh, I love it. Perfect. Perfect yeah. synergy. Love it. Now, I need to ask, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown, so I want to know oh, yeah. how it how how it happened working on Atlas of the Heart. What was it like? What was the brief? Tell me all the things. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I did a few illustrations and a little, even a little comic strip for Brene Brown's latest book, which was called yeah, Atlas of the Heart. So this goes all the way back to my Zen Pencils website, um, which where I, where I took um, inspirational quotes from famous people and I turned them into comics. So I actually did one of Brene Brown's quote from her famous TED Talk, which is like the second most viewed TED Talk of all time, I think. Behind, wow. And behind Sir Ken Robinson, yeah. Um, so she, that was probably 2013 or 2014. Um, and this is before she was hugely, like, mega famous. This is when she was just well-known for the TED Talk. And she, I think she had been on Oprah as well, but she wasn't super-duper famous. Um, so, yeah, she saw the comic and she loved it. And then she used to have a website where she interviewed creative people or, you know, people who had took, taken a risk in life and stuff like that. So she interviewed me for her website. And we've kind of lost touch over the years, over the past five years. 
And then, yeah, she just sent me an email um, directly saying, uh, you know, I've got a full color book coming out and I'd love to have some of your illustrations. And that's how it worked. <laughs> there was no, you know, there was no, yeah, there was no art director involved. Normally, you know, an art director would be your, the middle mm -hmm. person. Yeah, yeah. In the author illustrator. But no, she just kind of emailed me direct and told me what she wanted. Um, and yeah, it all kind of, it kind of was very, uh, a good experience. Yeah. Well, I imagine when Brene Brown just emails you directly asking you to illustrate for her new book, it's a good day. It is a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she, she's been very supportive over the years. Um, and yeah, that, that's just one of, yeah, Zen Pencil has kind of opened up a lot mm, of doors for me. So that's fantastic. That was, yeah, that was one of them. Well, I love Atlas of the Heart. I, you know, would have oh, bought really? it anywhere. I probably bought it quicker because I was like, oh, Gavin drew in it. I need to see this. So yeah, another great book um, from Brene Brown, obviously always making you think. Now, yeah. we talked about before, you know, you've done graphic novels before and you, you're a cartoonist, etc. So how did your process change or what did you learn when you, you know, when you just created this picture book? Um, well, yeah, there's a few differences uh, with graphic novels. Uh, so I kind of, I thought about this. There's like an analogy that I, I thought of where it's like <laughs> a picture book is like, I found is very, very nice experience. It's very, it's like taking the dog out for a nice walk uh, around the park and <laughs> you know, it's a nice day and the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and it's just an overall pleasurable lovely experience um whereas a graphic novel is kind of like um like running in one of those moab ultra marathon races oh it sounds horrible but, uh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> you know, like a few days and you're in the desert and you're doing like multiple marathons and you're like physically and emotionally exhausted and it almost kills you wow uh, so it's like a graphic novel yeah so <laughs> you're not selling that, it gavin yeah. <laughs> Compared to that picture book, this picture book was like a walk in the park. It was such a, a fun, fun project to do. I had so much fun. It was just, I could kind of just take my time with each illustration, with each spread and really, you know, put a lot of energy and, and love into it. Whereas a graphic, a graphic novel, you're always kind of chasing the deadline. It's always a deadline. You've got to do more pages. You've got to do another page. You have to do another page. Whereas, yeah, with the picture book, you can really just, you know, take your time experiment, try a few different, you know, illustrations, experiment with the, the style that you're trying to, to draw in. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it's funny. A lot of, a lot of uh, creators are, are like trying to get into graphic novels because it's the, the hot yeah, new thing. Yeah, it's a hot thing. I'm, I'm like, be my guest, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go into picture books and you can go into graphic novels. <laughs> It's funny because I just came back from Adelaide, the Book People Conference, and yeah. I, I went into the Nielsen Data Tour, oh, yeah. and they were still saying that graphic novels are just still, you know, strong really? and still on the rise. So, yeah, okay, it's interesting. So, yeah, despite what I said, I am working on a new graphic novel. So. <laughs> that's my next question. <laughs> well, after that, Gavin, like the, the most... As you, I'm sure you're aware, the genre that is outselling everything is romance. So you could always do a romance after you. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe a romance graphic novel. Maybe. You know. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Might be something in that. I don't know. You can Twilight adaptation two. or something. <laughs> you get the two growing genres. Throw a bit of crime in there. Yeah. You have all the best-selling genres in one book. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't said that. I am working on a new graphic novel. Um, 
and yeah it is it is a, a marathon it's not a sprint it is a, it's a, it has to be yeah, a labor of love and yeah it's just so labor intensive that mm. um you have to kind of be of a certain crazy person to kind of undertake one <laughs> <laughs> and when is that due out can you tell me anything about it oh yeah so yeah that thank so I'm lucky that it's with an American publisher um, and they just do graphic novels. They're called First Second. They're like an imprint of Macmillan. Wow. Um, so they actually, I mean, I'm not bagging on Australia, but compared to Australia, they do give you enough time okay. and a bit more money where you can kind of are not so stressed about the deadline. Um, so, yeah, that's only coming out in 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started it almost two years ago so yeah it's like yeah it is it is like a in america the 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 advanced lead times are just so long wow Um, so yeah that that would be out 2025 and it's called it's called myth valley medical oh and it's about a hospital for mythical creatures Um, oh that's cool i look forward to that in 2025 2025 if people can remember that put it in in your diary put it in your google calendar (laughs) we'll talk about it then i'll lock you in for an interview in 2025 okay well you'll be up to episode maybe 1200 million (laughs) episode 1 million welcome back kevin Now, I, I know that you started, you know, with your Zen pencils and, you know, you sort of built that, you know, and you did take the risk in life. I remember we, we talked about that before. But, you know, I speak to a lot of aspiring illustrators and writers and I want to know what advice would you give young Gavin back in the day when you were starting out, hoping to achieve all these wonderful things? What's the advice you would give yourself? Um. My advice would be, you know, to have faith in yourself. Don't doubt yourself so much. Um, it's hard probably, as a creative, right? Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I probably, I probably would have liked to have done what I like. I I left my job and and tried to do the comics full time. I probably would have. I should have done it a few years earlier. Mm. Uh, not waited so long because you know. Yeah. Um, as you said, we're all, we're not getting any younger. Because um, yeah, the last few years there, my old graphic design job were pretty miserable and I could have just done it sooner and Mm not so scared but you know having said that it was scary Uh, (laughs) but yeah I mean the advice I give is just you know yeah take a take a take a chance on yourself you know um no one else is going to yeah back yourself I like that back yourself in terms of talent belief in yeah. what you're doing and you know facing that fear because I, think- I mean yeah you, you did the same thing Danny now you're you're not just a podcaster you're in <laughs> in the industry you're writing and you're working and in, in publishing and yeah it's such a good feeling right to take it that a, it is a good feeling and I often think that too like oh why didn't I do this five ten years before but then a part of me yeah. thinks well maybe I just wasn't ready for that you yeah. know and I'm I'm not sure you know whether the work would have been up to scratch. So I guess whatever yeah, journey true. you're on, you just have to think, well, yeah. you know, I'm here now. I didn't do it earlier. And maybe there's a reason for that. Cause I often think that too. Why don't I just submit things earlier? But yeah. you know, it is. It's always your yeah, life. And you know, it's not easy when you have young kids and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think um, in your twenties, you think, oh, there's so much time. And in your thirties, yeah. you're like, oh, there's still time. And you get in your late thirties, like, whoa, there's no time. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better get a move on. Yeah. That's it. Um, That's it. And yeah, but also having said that, I also tell people, you know, uh, you might not be where you want to be, but as long as you're kind of 
in the wheelhouse if you're on the right path then you know don't worry so much because you know because I was a graphic designer before but all those years being a graphic designer uh, were very helpful in what yeah. I'm doing now. yeah um, I agree like I was an English teacher for 17 years and yeah. then podcasted for four before I got published and all that stuff was really important yeah, you know exactly, to then yeah. to build your skills and to learn and all those things so they're never wasted years no matter what you're doing I think yeah that's a good one yeah Definitely. Mm. Time always flies when I'm chatting to you, Gavin. We have such interesting conversations, but I do want to congratulate you on Baba Black Belt because it's it's fun, it's gorgeous cover, and your first picture books. That's really cool, and I oh, love picture you. books. Yeah, thanks but, so much for your support. It's my third time on, so thanks so much for <laughs> supporting my work. Um, yeah, it really means a lot, and congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Just think you haven't been in 557 episodes, though. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I know. Come on. I could be on more than that. <laughs> um, Thanks so much for your time and congratulations. And I, unless you have a book in between, I'll pencil you in for 2025. I'm working on, I'm also working on Barba book two. Now. Oh, that's exciting. You kept that secret. Yeah. Well, there's a two book contract. So hopefully, yeah, that. You know, hopefully there can be many more because I love oh. doing it. It's so much fun. Mm, um, I'm not okay. sure when this is going out, Danny. If you you can edit it out if if it's not, but I'm having I might be able to meet you. I'm having a launch in Sydney on the 15th of July. Fantastic. Uh, so if any if this podcast is out before then, um, yeah, come and say hi, and uh, you can get to meet Baba Blackbell. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. And if you if you're coming to Sydney, I'll do my best to be there. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Gavin. Thanks, Danny.